Hello, friends, and welcome to the show. This episode of HR Oxygen is brought to you by the Boss Builders. That would be us. Hey, for this year, we are really ramping up our training options. Now, post-COVID, we did a lot of virtual work. We had our Art of the Great Boss Masterclass. We had, I think, 15 or 20 different cohorts go through it, and we still have cohorts going through it today. It's a great program, one session a month for 13 months. But we also realize that audiences are ready for us to come back on the road and visit them at their house. And so we are implementing a couple of new programs. Well, they're not really new. Well, one of them actually is very new. The first one is our two-day driving results on-site management skills workshop. This involves learning how to manage people, learning about yourself, learning how to motivate, lots of exercises we do together, lots of opportunities to practice. Our second option, though, is a new hybrid option. And so what we wanted to do with this one is to establish an entire year with an organization. Three in-person, one-day on-site visits with virtual sessions in between. So in the in-person sessions, we can really work as groups. We can do some practice, some skill practice, and then we can touch base throughout the year with those individual virtual sessions. So that is our second option. We're obviously going to continue our Art of the Great Boss cohorts. But finally, you can also license and teach our curriculum. We've developed it to the point where really anybody could step in. There's a very robust train the trainer guide. I will also come on site and teach you how to teach the curriculum. So you could do it at your own time, your own pace, your own schedule. For information on all of these programs, just check us out online at thebossbuilders.com. Should the cabin lose pressure, oxygen masks will drop from the overhead area. Please place the mask over your own mouth and nose before assisting others. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the HR Oxygen Podcast, the show focused on the overworked, overwhelmed, and underappreciated HR professional. And now, here is the host of our show, the boss builder, Mac Monroe. Well, today what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and read some responses to the burning question of the week that we had from last week, which was about the book that you read that was totally inspirational, a book that changed your life. So we actually had quite a few of you who uh, wrote in with this one. Now, we can't do the video because I'm on the road, so I'm going to do this as a podcast. But either way, you can still listen, and these are great. So first one is from Erica. And uh, so this is actually from the previous question, but I wanted to include it. So if there was any animal alive or extinct, uh, it would be a dinosaur. That's the question of what animal you would tame. Uh, But if we were talking about an animal today, it would be something fluffy, like a lion, wolf, or bear. Fluffy, not friendly, I'm pretty sure. Um, So anyway, thank you, Erica. And sorry we couldn't get you in for the last one. Uh, But that is a good one, right? And we talked about, I think mine was a great white shark, and we had a few others. All right, so Dee went ahead and answered the question about the book. She says, Hi, Mac. One of many books that I found inspiration from, there are many, would be a book called, I think it's Johnny, I think, J-O-N-I, by Johnny Erickson Tata. Uh, Johnny, yeah, it's pronounced Johnny, thank you, uh, was a 17-year-old from Maryland, very athletic, who unfortunately dove into shallow water and became a quadriplegic. It talks about her struggles and her rehabilitation and how her life was changed in an instant. She learned to paint using her mouth. She sings and has written several books. There was a movie made of her life. I realize if she can endure such hardships and challenges and change her life with the inspiration to live and create and find a new joy, 
then most of us can do the same in our own way. Yeah, a very inspirational book. I did read that years ago, and I think my mom actually heard her speak someplace too. So yeah, she put the paintbrush in her mouth and would actually paint. So it's pretty impressive. All right, Danielle. Uh, hey, Mac. Again, love the story for today. Jaws is my all-time favorite movie with the Jurassic Park series a close second. I watched the first movie when I was in kindergarten. My mom was a bit nervous, but fell in love with it. Yeah, so either one of those is probably not a movie for kindergartners, but hey, you know, what are we going to say, right? Since then, I've read the book, bought all the magazines, additional side story books, and watched all the movies multiple times. I have a true love for sharks. The book that changed my life is really a series. The Nancy Drew series books I read when I was in elementary and middle school really helped shape my thought process and curiosity, silly as it seems. It actually doesn't seem silly. I have always had a love of mystery and adventure and diving into those books and really seeing the mystery being investigated and solved and inspired me. Thanks. Uh, I think now today most people listen to true crime podcasts. I know this is what my daughter's doing. So I guess a little bit different and probably a heck of a lot more violent, but very similar. Thank you, Danielle. And this is Susan. And so she says, uh, Hi, Mac. Glad to have a few minutes to breathe and answer this week's question. It's the time of year for endless compliance deadlines. Yes. I think my answer is one I shared as part of a previous question, but it bears repeating. And the question she's referring to is about the person inspired you. I believe it was her teacher that introduced her to the book, so she's bringing the book up again. The Secret Garden, which was also made into a movie, changed my life in that it cemented forever my love of books and reading. In fact, asking me to get rid of a book is like asking me to get a root canal for fun. I was so fortunate growing up that as a part of the original office and stationary supply stores that existed before the big box stores came into existence, we had a whole floor devoted to books. I was allowed to borrow books as long as I was very careful with them. What a joy and privilege that was. Even though nowadays I often use my nook to read, especially on flights, there are some days I have to go to Barnes & Noble for a book to read that I can hold in my hands. I'm sure my love affair with books will never end, and I have done my best to instill that in my children as well. A two of three success rate. The backstory to The Secret Garden is that in third grade, our teacher Mrs. Jolly read a chapter of this book to each and every day, each to each, this chapter of this book to us each and every day. And years ago, when my mother saw out of somewhere or another and told her the impact she had on me, she gave me a copy of The Secret Garden with the sweetest note in it. I've passed that copy on to my daughter. Hope you have a great rest of your week. You know, I'm seeing a pattern in some of these too, that sometimes the book that changed our life was a book that actually got us to, to read more. And uh, yeah, we saw this too, like when our kids were younger, uh, our son loved to be read to, but hated to read. And his third grade teacher had the kids read in Captain Underpants, which I always thought was kind of a lame book, but apparently that was good and it got him to at least read some, uh, not as much as we would have liked. All right, Verlinda, another regular contributor. She says, the book that changed my life. Tough question, because a lot of books had huge impacts on me, but I'll pull one out that changed my childhood life. Little Women by Louisa May Alcott. Our neighbors across the street gave me a copy for Christmas when I was around eight or nine, and I read the print off it. When I said it changed my life, I saw someone, Joe, who reminded me of myself, a tomboy who loved to write and had a fiery temperament. It was the first time I saw someone who resonated with me. Another book that I read as a teen, definitely not t typical teen reading fair, was Barbara Walters' How to Talk with Practically Anybody About Practically Anything. My mom bought this book for herself, but I read off it as I read 
the print off at two and, and evidently absorb something from it because I've honed that ability over the years, both professionally and personally. Yeah, thank you for sharing. And that's fun too, when you actually see yourself in something, isn't it? All right, we got two of these just today. So the first one is from Kim. And she says, hi, Mac, I'm not a fan of reading, but there is one book I read many years ago that made me really think. It was Who Moved My Cheese? I think about this book in my personal and professional life. Who knew that mice could make such a big impact? Thank you for the weekly emails. Yeah, you know, that's interesting because it really speaks to one of the rules I learned years ago when I started doing training, that the key is to tie the unfamiliar to the familiar. So I remember when Who Moved My Cheese came out and it sold all over. It was one of the highest selling books. Spencer Johnson, I think, wrote it. But it was the simplicity that sold. And I think that's maybe how we ought to think about communicating. Sometimes simple is the best way, right? Word pictures, analogies to make people remember. All right, our last one is Jill. Jill says, hi, Mac. This week's question is both the easiest and hardest yet. As an avid reader, I'm quite literally never without a book. So choosing only one to answer your question is impossible. So I will give you two, two, one adult and one, two adult, I will give you two, one adult and one child. The first book that changed my life forever was The House on 88th, East 88th Street. It's a children's book written by Barnard Waber, or Weber, where I was first introduced to Lyle the Crocodile. When I was a child, my father read to me every night, and this book was my favorite. My dad really told the, told the story complete with different voices for the characters, sound effects, and a dramatic flair that pulled me into the story and made me a part of it. It was one of the books I had to buy to read to my kids and have now bought for the following generation, although no one could ever read it as well as my dad. This book quite literally made me love to read. Fast forward a whole bunch of years later and a ton of books, I read The Shack. As an adult, this book impacted me in ways I cannot even begin to describe. The story is gut-wrenching and heartwarming, and it took me on a very personal journey of belief and faith, quite literally speaking to my soul. Thanks so much, and have an excellent day. Wow, that has to be powerful when it speaks to your soul. You know, like all of these burning questions, my goal with these is to make you do some self-reflection. Over this past couple of years, I've really tried to get on a journey of self-awareness and really self-knowledge. And by asking these questions of you makes me dig deeper as well. And maybe the good news is for some of you, you're doing this before it becomes one of those pressure items like, who am I? Why am I here? And so that's why we do it. So my hope is that it, it shines light on things that maybe you hadn't thought about that impact how you do business today. So we'll continue the journey. Thank you all so much for your input, and you will enjoy next week's question, and then we'll go ahead and do another recording. So have a great rest of your week. See you on the next episode. Goodbye. Well, thanks for taking the time to listen to another episode of the HR Oxygen Podcast. I hope you enjoy listening to these as much as I enjoy making them. I've learned so much from the guests we've had on the show over the past few years, and I hope that you will continue to listen to us regularly. If you are a subscriber on any podcast app or channel, would you do us a favor and take a moment and leave us a review? We would really, really appreciate it. Also, if you have the time, check out all the offerings we have on our website, which is thebossbuilders.com. We have every other month a Sherm Credit webinar that we present, as well as a ton of other events, not to mention our Art of the Great Boss and Art of Being a Great Teammate programs, 
more information on that site today. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen, and we'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Oh, by the way, you may want to unbuckle that seatbelt. I think we just arrived at the gate. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the HR Oxygen Podcast. We hope you found something today that will relieve your stress, feed your soul, and pump you up to face another day. At Boss Builders, we want to let you know that we appreciate the hard work you do every day as an HR professional. And as a reminder, always make sure to adjust your own oxygen mask before attempting to help those around you. Be well.